You're listening to the Why I Love Disney podcast. In this episode, we talk about how the national social distancing campaign is affecting all aspects of life as we know it, and how this makes us thankful for the smaller things, like Disney+. Plus. Are you ready? Let's go. What if you go going these what if scenarios that mm-hmm. seemed like impossible? You never entertain these things. You know, I would never entertain these things a year ago or a month ago that you start thinking to yourself, well, what if, what if, you know, and you start thinking about your family and have you found yourself kind of going down those roads a little bit or, or for the most part, have you been pretty well, I did it until now. Now I'm kind of uh, wondering, oh no. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm David. I'm Ramin. Ramin is back it's from the first game. Dude, welcome, welcome back Thank to the you. podcast. So excited to have you here. Um, it has been a, another crazy week. It seems like every week seems like a month right now. Does it to you? It, this especially feels like a month. Yes. It, I mean, it's, it's creeping by. Yeah, very much so. We're in unprecedented times in our world and our nation. Um, things are on lockdown as we speak where we're at um, tonight at 8 p.m. All non-essential retail businesses are, are ordered by the governor of Kentucky to close. Um, different states are doing these and things in different ways. Things are just kind of crazy right now. Everybody's quarantining themselves. Everybody's practicing social distancing. Um, we're here good ways away from each other. So how, how are you guys hanging in? Let's start with that. David, how's uh, things back home? Uh, we're doing good. Uh, I, I work a lot from home, so mm-hmm. I'm used to, I'm used to working from home. So that has not been a challenge. I think uh, the, the, where it feels like a month to me is it feels like a month of information. Mm. Just constantly changing information. It feels like a month of information has happened in a week. Sure. And like so, hour to hour, it seems like there's just something, right. new, another big news thing to digest and figure out what's going on. It's yeah. nuts. Yes. Right now. But you well, everybody, your family well? Our family's well, but we have known, uh, we, we have known people now that are in the hospital that are sick and uh, it's very scary. You're in the Nashville area, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, um, I think a lot of people this week, especially if you didn't know anybody that had it, um, probably this is the week you're probably going to know someone. And, uh, you know, it's still thoughts and prayers are mean. How are you doing, man? Doing okay. Yeah. It's definitely been an adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to like to stay pretty busy. And so having to be home and trying to find things to do, it's, it's been a little bit of a shift, but you know, going to be okay. Yeah. I think we're all going to be okay. Thoughts and prayers, everybody. And, and again, Mm -hmm. stay safe out there, practice social distancing, do what they tell you to do. Cause I do believe that everybody has the same goal is that we get all through this as quickly as possible. Nobody wants everything to shut down. Nobody wants to be inside of their house. We're doing this to look out for other people and to, for the public health and for the public good. And I think to keep that in mind is a, is a big deal. And thankfully there, man, you can imagine if this had taken place, maybe, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, how different it would have been. Oh, completely different. Um, just the technology we have now and the ways that we're able to consume um, media, um, be on the internet. Um, and, to, and to communicate, communicate. with each other, yeah. yeah. Not just phones, but FaceTime. I mean, right. it's, to ima- you know, it's, it's easy to complain 
And, it, and again, it's rightly a, it's a terrible thing. And this is not fun for anybody. Right. We hope it's over quickly. But I mean, let's take a moment and say, be thankful for what we what we do have. Um, and again, and acknowledging there are people that don't have access to all these things, too, in different places in the world. And even here where we live, um, we try to acknowledge that, too. But, man, it is a different time and a place where Wi-Fi exist and um we are able to watch disney plus for instance and netflix and and stream movies kind of and our kids are able to continue to get schooled at home that's a that's a really remarkable thing and we're thankful for all the people who make that happen all the innovators and inventors and Mm -hmm. and and educators and people who have worked tirelessly to kind of keep things rolling just in a a more um what do you call it more uh confined confined environment Mm -hmm. so What's been the craziest thing to you through all this for me? For me, well, this is all coinciding uh, with my move from San Diego back to the Kansas City area. Um, And so getting used to life back in the Midwest, um, but then under, you know, social distancing guidelines to for me, uh, I was getting out on hitting the beaches often. I I was surfing regularly. I'm being really active, which was really, really enjoyable and great. Kansas. You know, there was already, um, you know, no ocean there. So I, I <laughs> really slowed down quite a bit uh, from what I was. That's been a huge adjustment. We're so. also a big coffee guy, too. Huge and coffee and guy. as soon as they take away your coffee shop, yeah, yeah, you know, that, visits, that's going to be. I have to uh, build are up they, my home Are they allowed up. to stay open to go? Like, can you drive through these places? The ones that I've been through, uh, there are drive throughs And uh, some of the ones that are located in, like, downtown, they're doing, like, curbside. Okay. Um, type stuff. So, so kind of like restaurants are following the same guidelines yeah, as restaurants. Yeah, you can well, still place good. an order and they'll bring it out to you. And yeah. Well, good. That's still a David. How, what's been the craziest thing about this for you so far? I think the craziest thing uh, for me was uh, since all this started, I've really only gone two places. Um, mm. was, I had to go to the grocery store twice. Yeah. And I think both times going to the grocery store, that was the craziest thing I have experienced. Just the Every can good gone, every, yeah. every cleaning product. I mean, just the stores, just crazy empty. Like I really was a shock. Yeah. And and then the other thing that was probably the biggest shock though, was one, one, one time when I went with grocery, when I went to the grocery store, it was just grocery store only. One was more of a, a large store, this uh, department store and grocery store together. And how many people were still out shopping that weren't, you could tell we're not doing essentials. They were, just browsing. They were just getting out of the house. And that, that was kind of crazy to me, mm. especially in the light that in our community and the community I live now, it's, 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 it's spreading fast. And I, I don't know why anybody would go out. It didn't absolutely have to go out. Yeah. I, I I'm with you. I still think there's a big thing of people just don't, I mean, it, nobody's experienced anything quite like this and nobody really quite understands. Even uh, we don't really quite understand how serious this is. All we have to go on is what they tell us. Well, I think it probably when I knew, when I knew of two or three people that I know, I mean, these are not people that I've seen recently, but these are people that I know and that are in the hospital that kind of changes your perspective. Suddenly it's, it's for, it's for most in my mind. I can't, when I go out, I can't help but think about it. So yeah, I'm the same as you want to stay in as, I really want to stay in other than like a, a drive through or a curbside pickup or two. The only place I've actually been to is the grocery store also. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it is, it's kind of interesting. That, you know, it's weird to see like all the meat gone, all the toilet paper gone, all the eggs gone. Mm-hmm. Um, any flu or cold medicine. Flu, yeah. 
uh, hand sanitizers, rubbing alcohol, all that stuff. It's interesting. And, and it kind of like, like I have mixed feelings, like, because you start to, when you see that you start to feel this, oh, I better, I better get some, I need to, I need to get some of this stuff mm-hmm. too. Cause they maybe, what if you just all this, like it, it, it creates this sort of thing when even right. logically, you know, wait a second, you know, uh, there's going to be plenty for everybody. Right. Um, there's no need to hoard this stuff. There's a part of it, though, that just creates this scarcity. Like if it's not available, all of a sudden you feel like you have to have it. And there is I think there's a sense that you wonder, well, what if I got sick? Yeah. And I then I, I can't go back out. So right. I need to have at least enough for two or three weeks in case I get quarantined for sure. But obviously some people are buying more than two or three weeks worth. They're buying two and three months worth right. of supplies. And I, when I was at the grocery store last, uh, that's what... Uh, the, the checkout uh, clerk was telling me she's it's, it's all panic. People see one person get this. They think, well, I better get that too. They were seeing it, even watching people come through the line. She said, we can tell it's just panic shopping. And when the bread's all disappearing, it makes you go, maybe I should get one more yeah. loaf of bread. So, yeah. Do you, do you, have you caught yourself at all thinking down the lines of what if it gets worse? Like, what would I do? Like, in the sense of like, maybe I watch too many uh, movies that have to do with like, you know, post-apocalyptic kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, those sort of things. But like, what would happen? It What happens at 30% unemployment or 50% unemployment? What happens if this goes on for three months and people don't have money? What happens if the, the supply chain does break down at some point and in the way they get, you know, things from the farm to the to the grocery store somewhere in those supply chains. What if that breaks down because people are sick or for whatever reason, and all of a sudden there is something it is, there's a scarcity situation. Have you, do you find yourself thinking about that at all or, or, or considering that? Or you try to like, no, everything's going to be, I'm, I'm an optimistic person. Like I, I do generally think everything's going to be okay. And I don't, but you, I found myself for the first time is in one particular instance. I don't want to talk about here on this, but um, that what if you go going these what if scenarios that mm-hmm. seemed like impossible? You never entertain these things. You know, I would never entertain these things a year ago or a month ago that you start thinking to yourself, well, what if, what if, you know, and you start thinking about your family and have you found yourself kind of going down those roads a little bit or, or for the most part, have you been pretty well, I did it until now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm kind of uh, wondering, Oh no. No, I think a lot of people are having those um, kind of thoughts. Uh, I just saw an article or headline somewhere. I was talking about uh, the increase in people buying uh, firearms, handguns in particular. Um, people are really, um, I think, beginning this idea like a fortifying and self-preservation. And just in case, you know, I'm they're going to try to set themselves up for the best, you know, situation sure. possible. I personally, I hadn't really thought that like darkly i guess you know right. that well, not wasn't that worried about it um yeah. you know, we were on the while of disney podcast talking about getting as much ammo <laughs> as stocking up ammo as you can you know and ammo and meat yeah. and toilet paper yeah and you gotta get all get all that for your it's, family it's and your compound crazy. it's been crazy like nothing else we've ever seen never could have imagined this are you pretty not hopeful really. though that we're we're on the right track and we're on the the path to getting this thing solved and well, I'll tell you, here, here's maybe kind of some silver lining into all this. Um, I think this uh, is causing people um, 
to slow down mm-hmm. a, in a big way, right? Their, their schedules are freeing up a little bit. They're spending a lot of time with family um, and things that are still okay to do, like going to the parks, going for walks. Um, people are, are, I think, in a lot of ways getting- Not Disney parks, regular old parks yes, with yeah, trees like, and stuff. Yeah, yeah with trees and <laughs> yeah. outdoors and lots of space. Um, they're getting back in touch with these things, um, which I think brings a lot of uh, sense of peace and calm. And mm-hmm. um, so a lot of like good things amidst all the the bad things as well. So- Hopefully it doesn't, you know, escalate into some kind of like. I'm with you. And I I think anecdotally, you know, you talk to people and you hear stories. And um, I think I'm picking up on that sentiment. And we're still early in this, too. What is it? We've been kind of out of school now for we're going on week two. I think officially we we're in the second week or is the third week. I don't know. It's third. It feels like a year ago when all this happened. But we're still relatively early in this process that. Um, I think there's still people are just starting to wrestle with some of these things. Yeah. Um, whereas for some people, it's been business as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, still, as you go to the next round of things closing, you know, more and more people are now changing their lifestyles dramatically because of this. I mean, church, we were we involved, we're involved in churches here in different capacities. And the idea that you can't meet together on Sunday morning and you have to find alternative means to to connect in that way is, is drastically changed. Um, is it a great example of, of, of something that's been a staple in American life for for decades, generations since mm-hmm. the foundation and to have that suddenly, you know, all shifted and changed. It's a big deal. And I, I, I agree with you. I think people are starting to kind of take account of, OK, what are the most important things? What are the things I can do without? You're having those conversations. Even my wife and I, we look at our you know things we spend money on. And, and, and this may be like a, a microcosm of an example of what we're talking about, but sort of like, okay, what do we need and what do we not need? You know, you go through your cabinets and look at the food you have and stuff that's been in there for years in mm. the back of it that you <laughs> never even knew you had. You know what I'm saying? I think we could last for a while, you know, just on what's in there already. And to realize that we're, we're so blessed in general. And, and this isn't the first time in the world, in world history, this, something like this has happened. And, but we're probably... I mean, you hear we're not well equipped for this and where things are falling apart. And maybe I get it in the context of when we live. But in the big context, if you look at the big picture, man, we are very well equipped, much better equipped to deal with this than it probably any other time and any other people in the history of the world through technology, through um, just the way we can mass communicate to people. I mean, can you imagine? I mean. And, and, you know, the Spanish flu in like the 1910s. Right. Mm. How would you get word out to everyone to do something like that? I mean, we, we know hour by hour on Twitter. We have, you know, our governor, our mayor, our president, um, congressional leaders that are on the video screen right. immediately telling us what to do and how to do it. And, and that's immediate access to information. Whereas, you know, if you lived in the town I live in, in 19, you know, 18, you'd have to have, I don't know, is there new, I, I wouldn't even know how you, how long it would take you to find out mm-hmm. this is a deal on what to do. And, and so just the little things like that, you take for granted, the access to food, the access to just the huge supply chains of how we can have um, canned goods and fresh goods and just milk and how readily supply there is available. We take these things for granted day to day. And I think these are a good time to, like you said, take us, take a step back and say, Hey, I'm trying to reevaluate your priorities a little bit. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and say thanks to people we might take, take advantage, take for granted too, like our, our healthcare workers, um, our law enforcement, our 
fire emergency workers that are on the front lines of kind of kind of all this stuff too and and I think I think the human spirit's strong if you let it be I mean if you look at Italy right now Mm -hmm. they're a little bit uh, further ahead of us they're being devastated right now uh, by this virus but people are taking to their balconies and literally singing in community together um you know, to try to celebrate what's good and, and maintain some sense of humanity and things like that. Yeah, you, so. as for every toilet paper hoarder, there's 10 people that are looking out for people yeah. that you see that are checking on each other and, and offering to, you know, run to the grocery store for elderly people or um, just really just looking out for one another. And I think you see the I've seen more of the best of people than the worst. Yeah. Um, the, the headlines in the news are the worst usually. But um but think, man, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I think a lot of your response is going to be kind of where you're looking for your information. I heard recently, I can't remember where exactly, um, somebody said they found a lot of hope when they look towards or for the helpers in a situation. If mm. you're looking for people who are helping, it can really bring in a lot of sense of hope. Absolutely. And helpers. Hope, it's a good Mr. Rogers quote. <laughs> is, that, is that even where I don't know the, where it comes from? I, I, I think Mr. Rogers that look for the helpers. Look, look for, for the, the helpers. helpers. Good stuff. So, you know, the, why I love Disney, there's some Disney news that we've had. Thankfully, we one of the things we have is Disney Plus. We can stream tons of tons of things, but there's there's tons of news coming out. Parks are still closed. Hotels are, or resorts are now closed. Hotels are closing. D- restaurants, Disney Springs, everything kind of sh- halting. I, I feel in general, Disney's been leading in this from Shanghai. Mm-hmm. We talked about that in the last episode a little bit. Last week, after we got done, we started seeing pictures of the last weekend Disneyland was open. And you saw just these, when you announced we're closing this day, it, it made had the, people run the, the unintended <laughs> effect of, well, we better get there before they close. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, do you think they were, Disney regrets that decision that they didn't just close it? I don't know. I, I haven't seen a statement. I know that uh, I saw the, where Abigail Disney had, uh, been on Twitter and put her comments. So she was of, of that last night. It was pretty strong coming from uh, one of the family members who was, you could tell she was surprised that they had that kind of crowd out at Disneyland at the end there. So uh, I, I think looking back, I kind of wish that they had, you know, not had those last big gatherings. I wish they'd kind of made it yeah. swift. Because the video you saw was just people, I mean, shoulder to shoulder on Main Street watching fireworks and and even Disney employees. There was no social distancing going on. It was almost like Fat Tuesday before the, the, the get your last bit of fun in before it all gets shut down. And and to be perfectly honest, like you watch that and it's like, man, this kind of seems a little irresponsible, um, especially when you're making the decision to shut everything down. Why, um, why and how. And again, it's easy to be critical after the fact. Everybody can do that. Um, and again, I try to also with a grant, like be generous because they've done so well in, in their decisions up to this point. Um, but I do think that that's probably something looking back. Um, they probably wish they'd had handled a little bit differently, but it's closed now. They're closed. Nobody's right. in the parks, as far as we know. Here we, I, I said that wrong because it was Abigail. She was actually making a, a comment about. Disney World, not Disneyland. And I, I won't repeat exactly what she said, but it was basically, are you kidding me? But it had, it had some more words in it than that. <laughs> in, in response to photos seemingly showing huge crowds at Disney World's Magic Kingdom on Sunday night, which was one of the last nights. So, uh, yeah, I think. But again, two and three weeks ago, a lot of things uh, weren't as clear as they are now to, you know, to a lot of people. 
Sure. Now, I think they've they've now canceled all construction projects are now on hold. Yeah, I saw it's that. Everybody wondered if 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 you know even like a couple. It was two hundred people gatherings. It was like fifty people in a gathering. And quickly, it was down to ten. I guess when they moved it to ten, construction stopped. So as far as all construction has stopped on all projects right now. You know, I, I, I've, I've just seen that it was what I've seen uh, on some different websites, but I haven't seen Disney put anything out. I've so, just seen different vlogs and blogs talk about it. From what you've read, assuming that's true, and I would imagine it is, how does that affect um, the opening of some of the new attractions that everybody's been so excited about? Well, one of the things I read said that some of the ones that were farther along uh, would, um, would, which, you know, within reasonable time frame would, would wouldn't take forever they would continue to uh but th- the the big question will be future projects things that they've announced but they've not started you know with the with the economic situation would they how long will it take for things like that to get back underway cuz you know it's going to take a while to get back uh, sure. on their feet so, and so the things that are almost done like the ratatouille ride ratatouille, frozen the, uh the space 220 space 220 some of those things are farther along that, that they finish would, up that's what it said the article said it wouldn't it wouldn't take much longer once they open back up but things on the on the horizon that are kind of like on the planning stage you know now now we're looking at a situation as a as a company where there's right. just they've but taken I would, such I would a think hit. that anything you know if, if it was meant to open up and June or July, it's probably going to be, even if the parks do open by then, it's kind of push everything back. I would expect three or four months. I would sure. just, I would think. But do you but expect things to be axed completely that haven't been started or just were just started? I'll be think? surprised if something doesn't get put on, you know, uh, we'll, we'll hope to get back to that one day. But yeah. we got, I, I would think financially, this is going to be, I saw somewhere that this was this, just how much money you know, they're losing a day was just in just mm. one day. And yeah. then you just think of for every day that it's pretty, it's, it's a scary. There's the obvious thing about the thing. parks. I mean, there's no one in the parks. That's right. not just tickets. That's concessions. That's food. That's mm. every hotels. hotels. It's all gone. It's all. Yeah. And that's, a, I think a, a third of their revenue comes from parks. Right. Yes. Um, and then another third is from. And then the movies, movies the theater, yeah. movie theaters close. So even onward, such a huge hit to that movie. Well, that's another impact for as we talk right. about onward is I think we see this across the board in, in entertainment on the entertainment side of things is, you know, I was reading how onward was the most disappointing um, Pixar open and not just opening, but it's going to stop its theatrical run now because they've right. taken it off. They've now uh, allowed it to sell it the DVD and um, on demand, I mm-hmm. think for 20 bucks right. for three weeks. And then it's coming straight to Disney plus, which is the fastest anything has ever dropped like that, which is the world we live in. You know, unfortunately for onward, you know, it was released the the weekend that this sort of all started exactly um even ticket sales in general were it's the first weekend you saw a year over year dramatic decline mm-hmm. directly due to health concerns so it opened into that weekend if disney learned anything from that so they had, i think it was in, in the theaters two weeks before theaters were canceled right um so it's now ended its theatrical run at about 70 million dollars worldwide and they're they're making 
shifting gears midstream to say, okay, we're going to have a three week window where you can buy this and watch it at home on demand. And then it's going to Disney plus. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's an interesting, I think that's great news for those of us who have Disney plus and, and want to see that movie quicker and to get it in the hands of more people. But and for everybody that didn't have a yep. chance to go see it, at least you're not going to have to wait. I wonder, you think we'll see more things like this, more of the theatrical releases. If this goes on along, do you think they're going to hold them and wait? Well, the, or do the, you think they had, they pushed back Mulan several right. things. So I, I kind of hope they'll wait. I think we can all wait a little bit longer. I mean, we'll have to see how long this, how long this really goes, but I I think it would be great if they could hold off and wait and let us go to the movie theater. But is that, I I think Mulan is one of the highest budgeting movies in the, I think it's the high, the largest budget for a live action movie of these remakes at least. So I, I would imagine they would really want to wait. I'm thinking we're going to see probably a combination like big budget, something like that, where the box office is going to be super critical and they have the ability to push back. Maybe it's going to release a little bit later. Uh, I imagine they would probably push it or feel it out. Other things that are going to be probably smaller, which I could see them maybe just releasing to demand and doing that for a period of much quicker on demand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we much saw quicker, frozen too. We got the frozen two um, gift last weekend. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do, we're going to talk about frozen two specifically. We got some, some, um, um, social distancing, um, quarantine edition. Why I love Disney podcast coming up for you, <laughs> but we got dropped. They dropped frozen two early. They're dropping onward early rise of Skywalker. or right. uh, moving all the, everything kind of out a little sooner, a little earlier. I think those are smart moves. And I think you'll see that, that time frame shorten for, for, for certain. I know other movie companies, um, like I believe even trolls, um, where the world tour, I think it's called. That's, is that universal? Um, what are there? A lot of their theatrical releases are going to go straight to on demand. Um, and that's an interesting. I think there's different. It depend, might depend on the movie and the company and, and kind of everybody has different risk factors and things they can, they can do and not do, but it is, man, it's an interesting time for sure to see what's going to happen. But regardless, they're going to take a hit. They're taking a big hit in the movie side of things too. And, but that we were just talking, th- thankfully, Disney plus exists, whereas a year ago it did not. And, um, and it, you know, this came out right before Christmas. You just think about Disney's probably just thanking, thanking the good Lord above that they had this release, you know, when it did, as opposed to not having it ready, um, as some sort of a hedge, it's not going to absorb the blow, but man, it's a, Definitely a nice thing to have. Matter of fact, I've been I, I was watching stocks today, um, which the market's been getting tanked. But the right. ones that are up, it's Netflix, it's Spotify, all those stay at home services. All the stay at home services are seeing an increase um, in in um, in stock price today. Um, Disney's not in there because they're, <laughs> but they're hedged. You know what I'm saying? Um, Disney's been, if you, matter of fact, I, I'm looking hard at, you know, this stock is, I think, down like 50% right now. Just looking at some interesting, interesting numbers as the market has tanked, you know, Disney and Apple and some of the bigger companies that are out there just taking huge, huge hits day after day. Um, you know, I don't know what a good investment is at this point because who knows what the numbers are going to be, but. Right. Definitely uncharted territory there, but interesting things, new things coming. Um, Disney news um, there. I did see their golf courses are still open. What do you think about that? Well, at least it's it's out in the open and uh, something you usually only play with two or three, four people. So it's, uh, I guess it's keeping the minimal uh, 
under 10 people. And of, of all the things I think that you could keep open, golf courses seem like, I, I don't know if I would, I might say like 500 people on the golf course. It might not be the best thing. It's true, but it's, they're well spread out. Make them walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then keep them out of the carts. I don't know. I could see golf courses maybe, maybe making it, but they're definitely still open. One thing I think that I am, that I, we talk about things we love about Disney. Uh, I, I do love the Disney content is uplifting. So in a time like this, it's just lots of great things to go watch and it's, it's uplifting. It's, that's why one of the reasons I do love it so much is that it's an encouragement. It's great stories about people coming together and doing things. And uh, yeah, it's one of the reasons I, yeah. You know, what a, what a great option for all these people that are staying home with their families, you know, to gather around on TV, watch a great Disney movie with the mm-hmm. kids. Like, yeah. I Which mean, we've is, been doing yeah. big time. And even, even the, you know, it's been, it's been fun even watching the, uh, the different vlogs and things that I watch and different people that I read Disney uh, news from watching people adapt and encourage one another. And, you know, we're things we can do from home, you know, there are people that the, the vloggers that really report on the parks that are having to do different things because there's no park to go report on. So, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to watch people be resilient and uh, make the best of things. And I was thinking a lot about, uh, you know, things that people had to, use to do in World War II, which is before our, all of our times and my grandparents' time. But the way things were rationed and the things people had to give up and the sacrifices people made for the betterment of everybody kind of reminds me of that. That's what this to me was like, no, this is like us pulling. And we've really not had to do that in 60, 70 years like this, where it's like, no, this is, this is unprecedented. Like world war two, we're, we're going to have to give up sugar. We're going to have to give up some things. We're toilet an extra pack of toilet (laughs) paper. We're going to have to give up something and, and pull together. Absolutely. Just like, just like our ancestors did. What uh, so? What have you been watching on Disney Plus? We're, we, we're I know we're going to be talking about um, some of these things on on future future podcasts. But well, so, I've been trying to keep up with your family because you we, guys took <laughs> off. I'm I'm still working on my uh, year of Disney. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, it's slowly but surely. I had a huge project, even though I'm working from home. I have a huge project for work. Yeah, that's really taken a lot of time. So I haven't had as much time, and I'm trying to keep up with what you're watching. <laughs> Uh, but I've been watching a lot. I'm still working through a lot of the Mickey Mouse, uh, silly symphony shorts, working my way through the 1930s, way more, way more Mickey Mouse videos and silly symphony videos than I ever imagined when I started this A lot of videos, a lot, a lot of shorts and, uh, working my way through those. And, uh, but we've, we've had several movie nights with the family this, this week, we just did a, um, last Jedi and, Rise of Skywalker nice. marathon night. We watched those two back to back. What'd you, what'd you think? We'll talk it. about You loved it? Good. Yeah, I loved it. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've, I like the last one You hadn't one better. seen the Rise of Skywalker, had you? I had not seen okay. the Rise I missed that. The one I missed, it was all in the Christmas busyness and mm-hmm. I couldn't get there. Uh, so, yeah, I was glad to finally see that. I liked both of them. Mm-hmm. I, I think I liked the, sec, the, the last one better than Last Jedi. But... Um, Kind of, they kind of flowed together. So it was good. And, uh, yeah, I was frozen too. We watched that and, uh, several others. We've, I've watched a lot of the same things you have. Yeah. So we, we did, uh, I've been trying to, you know, go down the nostalgia Disney mm-hmm. train and we've watched the parent trap, the original, 
um, Haley so, Mills Parent Trap, uh, yeah. Tron, 1982. Yeah. Um, my kids watched Tron Legacy afterwards because they love Tron so much. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd seen that one before. I didn't watch that with them. Now, had you seen Tron before? Oh, I've, it's been many years, but right. yes, I've seen it. And it actually held. I really I loved it. Um, I really honestly I was surprised um, how well it held up because I, I remember when I was a little kid, I was actually a little bit bored with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember when I was younger, just feeling Tron was one of the um, as, as cool as the story was just um, hard to get through for me as a mm-hmm. kid. And um, and so I was watching it with my kids thinking, oh, they're going to be. the. But no, it was great. It That's was fantastic. That, actually, when I watched it again this time, I don't know if we're going to talk about this again yeah. later, but I, I, it's interesting to hear how much your kids enjoyed it with their ages and being so young and. The whole idea of being sucked into a video game, mm-hmm. that was an, what? That's awesome. Before Wreck-It Ralph. Before Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. And, and this is someone from our world being psyched into right, it. Right, live action. And there, there are times, you know, I had to like pause it and explain to them what was going on. I wish um, you'd been there when I was watching because there were still several things that I was going, what? What is that? What just happened? <laughs> right. Um, but Tron, um, the parent trap, like I said, last night we watched the Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah. Which is which is such uh, one of my it's one of my favorites. I love that movie. Um, and then um, what's the other one? I'm blanking on. Um, Parent Trap, uh, Frozen Two. Oh, we saw Frozen Two. Yeah. I had not seen Frozen Two yet. My kids had, but I had not. So we okay. watched that. Um, Just watch. Yeah, so. Frozen Two, The Parent Trap, Tron, Onward, the Apple right? Dumpling Gang. We saw All Warner at the theater a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've seen those, those, that's where we, we've done on Disney plus. Um, I also, I did, oh, I did see something else. So my kids were watching this thing and I didn't really know what it was. It's from Disney channel, um, called zombie. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. It's like a high school musical, right? Just with zombies and cheerleaders. And I found myself like strangely interested in this, in this teeny bopper, you know, musical that's just over the top, you know, and it, the storylines is, is just crazy, crazy. And the, the music's kind of campy and it's, it, and all the goofy kind of preteen ways. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was very kind of addicted to it. And my kids loved it. Yeah. And then today they were watching zombie two, which is not on Disney plus. If you want to watch it, you can watch it on demand or um, on YouTube TV okay. um, for free. Cause it's on Disney channel right now, but not on Disney plus yet. I find myself like that with a lot of Disney content. It's like clearly not, not towards my you. age demographic. You're embarrassed but to say. Yeah. But I yeah. still sit there. I'll tell you, you, as your kids grow, it's, it's, it's fun because you'll like things. You'll like Disney things just because they like them like, yeah. that you might not have liked if it was just you. And so there, we had that. We went through that with our kids with Hannah Montana and high school musical and all that. It becomes a part of your family memory and part of your family connect. And so, I mean, which one did you no, like? So no, much? No, tell no, us, no, tell no. us. <laughs> what did you watch? I can't, I can't even You're, actually think of the thing. Um, I know there were some shows on Disney and I, my, uh, I have very young sisters, twins, 13 years old. And so they'll, they'll watch programs like that. And uh, let me see if I can find an example. Okay. I, that's how <laughs> uninvolved I am. Yeah. in this. I just happen to be in the room while they're watching this stuff yeah. and we'll binge watch yeah. six, seven episodes of this thing. And the whole time I'm just Get locked in having a great time right there next to them. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see if I can find some Jesse bunked. Yeah, we we've been we've binge watched Bunked quite a bit. Okay, yeah, that's a was a favorite. Not so much anymore, but there was a season of Bunked in my house. 
we got a lot to watch. We'll talk about these in future. We might do some like little little podcast snippets for you, like a rewatchables kind of thing where we talk about um, some of these classic Disney movies or some of these things we've watched. And again, and, one of my one of the things I love about Disney is that is that you know these are things we can all watch together. Absolutely, our whole family. Yep. Oh, I can tell you, one of them is Bizarre Vark. Have I've you never heard of that, that one. No. Yeah. <laughs> You recommend it? Should I go home and watch that? I mean, <laughs> that's kind of the whole tension of this what we're talking about, right? It's like, I, I don't know. Ramin's pick of the week, Bizarre Dwarf. <laughs> Check it out, everybody. One of the, I mean, have you heard of that? No. Yeah, you found, you're digging up the, the gems. That's what I mean. Like, is that, I can't even think of the name. Or is that a, is that, was, you know, I, I, is I, it a current I, thing? I just know so little about this. What year is that? First started in 2016, it looks like. Okay, right. so we're right on the outside edges of that. Don't final, most final episode date was saying April 13th of 2019. So oh, don't they usually run on three year? Three, uh, for a while, three, it was a four year, three four seasons, four, four season thing. cycle. I think they do that. David explained to me that they get <laughs> these kid actors, and they have like three to four years before they're too old. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, other yeah, they have they have about three years to get their best kid acting out of them before they have to change and change mm-hmm. gears. So um, that seems to be pretty true and kind of consistent throughout. So sometimes it'll take the same cast. Once that period, they'll, they'll move them into a new show off. where yeah, that was Zach and Cody and then it on the bumped. kids and yeah. yeah. Interesting where they are. Yeah. And the other ones. Well, I mean, there's just tons of those shows that you don't really know. They're not super mainstream, but uh they really resonate with my 13 year old sisters and I guess with me too. <laughs> but it's because you're getting to enjoy that time with them too. Yeah, you, might, you might not sit there and watch it by yourself. Yeah. No. But, yeah. yeah. For but sure. It's just fun when you get pulled in. We should probably wrap it up, man. This is um, always, always fun to talk. Even under these circumstances, we're thinking of you all and praying for you. hope you're uh, staying well and staying safe out there. Um, if you'd like to uh, touch base with us, you can do that through our website, whyilovedisney.com or on Twitter, whyilovedisney1. And we'd love to hear why you love Disney, even in these times. Let us know what you're watching. Let us know what you think of these things we're watching. And until next time, hopefully really, really soon, we're signing off.